Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. This episode we are learning about Irenaeus. You might be familiar with him as being a disciple of Polycarp, also for being the author of Against Heresies. Let's take a closer look. So my name is Grant. Joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica. Hello, everyone. Our oldest child, Lila. Hey, y'all. The middleest, Edward. Hi, y'all, listeners. And the littlest of our bunch, Nora. Hey, y'all. What did we get to do today, guys? We got to go to the pool. Yep. Did and you I guys? I got to eat the rest of my, my um, milkshake, <laughs> which... You got milkshakes and you got a candy bar for your recording treat. Me and Lolly got fruits. Basically, this podcast runs off sugar. Yep. That's what we just communicated to everyone. (laughs) All right. So this episode, we're going to learn about Irenaeus. Could everyone say Irenaeus? Irenaeus. And he was said to have been born in Smyrna, which is the same place Polycarp was from. You guys remember Polycarp, don't you? Remember yeah. Polycarp the Martyr? Yeah. Uh-huh. We already made a podcast about him. Yep, we did. So Polycarp was a disciple of the Apostle John. The one who wrote the Gospel of John, the Book of Revelation, and 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Mm-hmm. So remember, Jesus had the disciple John. John had the disciple Polycarp. And Polycarp had the disciple Irenaeus. That's a lot of disciples. Wow. Pretty close connection to Jesus, huh? Mm-hmm. So the church in Smyrna was growing and flourishing, and after Polycarp trained up Irenaeus, he sent Irenaeus to go to Leon in Gaul. Now, Gaul sounds funny. Do you know where Gaul is? No. It reminds me of Gaul. So it's because the area of Gaul has a different name today, and it's called France. France? You know where France is. You've heard of that. So, Polycarp sent Irenaeus to be a missionary to all the Christians in Lyon, and he did a wonderful work up there as a missionary, preaching and teaching. So, something that was really important about Irenaeus' ministry was that he was somewhat of a peacemaker. Peacemaker? I like peacemaking. So, there was a heresy going on in the church. You guys remember what a heresy is? A heresy is a false teaching against the Bible, right? So the Montanists were a heretical group that believed that they were saved by some miraculous event and that they didn't need the scriptures, that all they needed to do was just listen to the Spirit and listen to God by dreams and visions, and that's it. They didn't need the Bible. That's terrible. But what does the Bible say about that? It's not true. The Bible says that all scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for teaching and for instruction and correction and reproof. So we need the word of God, don't we? Mm -hmm. Can we just make up whatever we want and say, well, God told us in a dream. Is that just as good as reading the Bible? No. How come? Because it's not always right. So the leader in the church in Rome was starting to believe the Montanists, and he was thinking, wow, this might be a pretty cool doctrine that these guys are teaching. And Irenaeus was like, no way. And so he wrote a letter And he took it to the Bishop of Rome, and he said, this is not what God's Word teaches. This is heresy. We need to reject this and let all the churches know that we do not follow the teaching of the Montanists. And the bishop agreed. And so rather than the church being split up into all kinds of different 
groups. They were able to make peace and stay together as one big group during this time, all because of the work of Irenaeus. What do you guys think about that? It's pretty cool. So one of the most influential things that Irenaeus did in his ministry was a lot like what he did against the Montanus heresy, but there was another group called the Gnostics. Everyone say Gnostics. Gnostics. So Gnostic was a Greek word meaning knowledge, and there was a group of people saying that they were special and that they had special knowledge that no one else had and that everyone needed to just get on board with them and go get this special knowledge. And this was the Gnostics. Their doctrine went off into all kinds of crazy ways, right? Their tr- their train went off the tracks in all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Left, right, forward, backward. Yep. Everywhere. <laughs> and so, so Irenaeus thought he would write a book detailing how their teaching was wrong and not backed up by the Bible. And so he wrote like a 700-page book. 700? That's pretty big. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. They don't really know how big it was because we have never recovered all of it. But we still have hundreds of pages of this book, and it's just great writing. And it took him about seven years to write it. 707 wow. years, 100 pages. So if he dedicated... That's pretty good math, Lila. <laughs> 100 job. pages a year. Yeah, good job, Lila. So if he dedicated all that time to make sure that sound doctrine was being taught to the church, what does that tell you about Irenaeus? Very, very great. Why? Because he knew things that other people thought were wrong, but he still... He knew things that other people didn't, and he... He uh, knew the truth. He, he knew, knew the, the truth. truth. Mm-hmm. And he, and I can bet the smarts that he has in his brain are three times bigger as the people who thought that they had, had more smart, special thoughts than the, than the guy. That's a good point, Eddie. Mm-hmm. So you think that Irenaeus was actually smarter than the people who who were claiming that they got special revelation from God. Mm-hmm. That's true. What you got, Lila? Some people, those people who who said they are smarter are actually kind of lying. They are lying. Irenaeus is smarter. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie said. Well, and God's word says that the beginning of knowledge is to fear the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not to get this special super knowledge outside of the bible the beginning of knowledge any knowledge is to fear the lord and that's first what we find in the words of scripture right yeah so irenaeus wrote this book it took him years and it was a huge book and it's still read today by scholars and pastors what does that tell you about the kind of work that he does very good work do you think he was a lazy worker or do you think he was a hard worker He's a hard worker. Hard, hard, hard worker. And what was he working for? Was he working for himself to make himself rich? No. I think he was I think he was working to be a godly man. He was working for the church, right? Yeah. He was working to preserve sound doctrine in the church. So he would fight for sound doctrine when he needed to, but he would also create peace where he needed to. That's wow. cool. Did you know that there was one man named Victor who was the Bishop of Rome, and he had got it into his mind 
that if people disagreed with him and how and when to celebrate Easter, that they should no longer be able to be part of the church. Crazy. Yeah, nonsense. They had to believe exactly like Victor or he was going to kick them out. And when Irenaeus heard about this, Irenaeus was asked if he would go and talk with Victor about whether or not he could maybe relax some of his ideas. And he said, this isn't really about whether or not someone can be saved. This isn't really so important that if someone disagrees with you, they're not really a Christian, right? Someone could celebrate Easter differently than than you do, and they could still be a Christian. Yeah. And Victor said, okay. And he loosened up a little bit. And so he was able to make a little bit of peace with Victor. And that was a special skill that Irenaeus had. He could be firm and defend doctrine. And he could also moderate and create peace where there needed to be a little bit of peace. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you had a great time learning about Irenaeus from Lyon, France, and are encouraged by his willingness to leave his home country and go to another country to do ministry. And also his courage to stand up against false doctrine and be a voice of reason in order to keep peace in the church. We thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. See you next!